What's your reaction to the images from the southern border? Get it under control. Get it under control or you have it under control? We will get it under control. Well, hello. Welcome to the Wayne Debris Show. I am Leah Bella. And of course, Wayne is out today. I think you guys kind of knew that uh, coming from what he was saying on Facebook. He's still feeling a tad under the weather. And uh, that's okay. A lot of people have been asking in the chat, is he taking his vitamins? Yes, I've been yelling at him to take his vitamins, to take his temperature. He's been doing all that good stuff. So um, I just want you to take a moment and say a quick little prayer for him that he has a speedy and fast recovery. Hello, Eric. Uh, just just try to do a little quick prayer because we are hoping that he pushes through. He seems to be doing well, a little stuffed up, but he seems to be okay. Now, today we've got an exciting day. Good morning, Marlene. We've got an exciting today, a uh, little announcement to make, little guest coming on, um, a little co-host coming on. Uh, can anybody guess who it is? See people in the chat already guessing. All right, let's get right into it. Joining me, the returning champ, co-host of the show, <laughs> Hutch Bailey Jr., a.k.a. the Godfather. What's up, Hutch? Hello, Leah. Thank you very much for the kind words. Uh, and I'll just <laughs> echo what you said. Uh, prayers out to uh, Mr. Dupree. I mean, uh, it's a tough time. Uh, hopefully, he punches his ticket, and then he'll be good to go from now on or what would you say five years with natural uh, immunity yeah i mean it's over I, they're saying maybe even a lifetime where th he doesn't know if he has COVID or not he's one of those ones that even if he has COVID, he'll be like it wasn't COVID; it was just the flu yeah, so right? you you just never know he's a wild card but we miss his smiling face here but hopefully he gets better soon he has a little pulse ox on he was showing me his oxygen levels he's going 95 to 88 <laughs> i'm like <laughs> probably, i mean it's a good thing his girls are in college because he'd have a bell. Yeah. Know, oh, yes. Those girls are probably like, thank goodness we are out <laughs> of that house. I can just hear it now. All right. So everybody, this is Hutch and he's going to be our new co-host of the show, but he isn't new. He was actually on with Wayne a while back. So Hutch, for those of you who don't, for those of those who don't know you, tell them a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I met Wayne Dupree uh, during the Mitt Romney campaign. Uh, he had uh, Twitter was just blowing up. Andrew Breitbart was out there uh, blowing up. And Andrew Breitbart actually retweeted one of Wayne's tweets. And that like sent everything into the stratosphere. Wow. The next thing I know, I'm talking directly with him. And I had a show at the time, a radio show. And I linked up with his show. And we did several years of radio. And, and uh, we broke apart for a little while. And then we came back together and did some RSBN some functions for them, a, a lot of conventions and CPAC and immigration and defending the American dream, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I retired. And when I retired, life kind of got the best of me. I was overwhelmed and I, I was doing five shows a week with Wayne wow. and three shows a week of, on my own show. And it just got to be too much. And I had to take a break. Uh, and now I'm into retirement for a while and you know have everything under control and wayne i was lucky enough uh that wayne contacted me a couple weeks ago uh and asked if i wanted to come back on and i was i was honored and i'm glad to be with you lee 
Yeah. And I'll tell you, we had uh, just behind the scenes, a little, little behind the scenes. We actually had a phone call a few weekends ago with uh, you, Wayne and I, and it was a lot of fun. We talked yeah. for about 30 minutes. We were laughing it up and we knew right away that it was going to be uh, something really unique and, and something fun. So I'm excited about that as well. Now, also, we have another blast from the past and you might recognize her. It is Angel <laughs> Fleming. Hi, Angel. How are Hi, you? Good. How Hi, are Angel. you? Yeah. And no, if for those of you who maybe recognize her and don't understand why you were actually with Wayne during CPAC this year, right? You can tell yes. us a little bit about yourself. Yes. Um, and actually the last time I was on air with Wayne, I was also on air with Hutch way back in the day. So this is a little reunion here. Um, but yeah, uh, I was, uh, stationed in Florida. I was actually still in the military and Wayne said, Hey, CPAC's going to be in Orlando this year. Are you around? And I was like, Oh my goodness, how fun would this be? So I, uh, I jumped on air with him. Um, and it was like old times. It was great. Uh, except he's a little bit more famous now than I remember our first CPAC together. I was like, wait, you got to get out there. You got to network. You got to meet with these people. You got to, you got to, you know, get your brand out there. And now he is like Mr. Big Shot. Everybody wants a piece of Wayne. Everybody wants to get to know Wayne. So it was really cool to see like that, um, that evolution. And, yeah. um, you know, my background too, it's funny. It is a very small circle because back in the day, uh, you know, Hutch had mentioned Breitbart and Breitbart had actually asked me to be one of his contributors. Um, and the only reason why I turned it down was because I was working on campaigns at the time and I felt like it might be a conflict of interest. But it is very funny how those of us in this freedom movement um, were within six degrees of separation because, you know, everybody thinks politics is such a untouchable echelon but it really isn't we need more people to become activists to get your voices out there to be heard um because it is exhausting like hutch was saying like had to take a break i took a break and joined the military that's how, <laughs> how that's not really that a break, break. For 35 years <laughs> yeah, the, that's, that's I mean, not really a break that's like even more politics it, it is but here's the thing is my experience in politics um prior to joining with Wayne. I mean, the radio was fun. The radio mm. was super fun. Uh, but the actual hustle of politics, whether you're a consultant or you're a volunteer or you're doing comms or, or management, which I've done all of those things, it's, um, it's thankless work. And uh, voter fraud is real and has been real for decades. I mean, I'm originally from Massachusetts. So that's where, you know, Massachusetts, Illinois, California, those are like the beta testing grounds. They've been doing this forever. Um, yeah. So to see that groundswell, the energy, the grassroots, the the hard work, the effort um, to get the electorate excited, and then see it stolen from under you, and then the eternal the attorney general telling you the only way for him to investigate the election is if you pay him to. You have to pay to file. And so a lot of these grassroots candidates have no money left in the bank because they're going up against these giant conglomerates. Um, nice. it's just, it was just extremely frustrating. And I decided then and there, everybody knows that Wayne is also an Air Force veteran. I said, um, you know, I just, it's, I love the constitution so much. That's what it is. I love our mm -hmm. way of life so much that that is really the only next step I can see for myself because the politics thing, it can be, really disheartening um 
And, you know, they say, if you're passionate about something, you never work a day in your life. And I never slept when I worked on campaigns. I loved it mm -hmm. so much. But the, that feeling when you, when you know it's been stolen, you start to wonder. Um, so anyway, I, I joined the, the Air Force because every candidate I've ever worked for, I've admired. They've all had military experience. Wayne has military experience, Hutch has military experience. I mean, all of these great guys that I've surrounded myself with, um, they've all, you know, raised their right hand and swore an oath to protect and defend the Constitution. I'm like, me too, me too. That's what matters, me too. Um, there you go. So glad I did it. And it actually kind of was a break because it's really just, you don't, you're not really allowed to think much in the military. They just no, yell at you. And and especially <laughs> nowadays, they don't want you to think. They just say, put out your arm, take the shot and oh, dye your yeah. hair purple. So that way you can agree more with the left, right? That's that's why I got out. I saw that coming. I saw yeah, that it's, coming. It's getting dangerous. All right, yeah. audience. I know you want to have some fun today. So to kick it off, we're going to do a political pop-up fun question. Hutch, you first, you get one minute. Audience, feel free to join in, chime in with your answer. One minute, Hutch. Who and why is going to be your question. Who do you think's running the White House, aka controlling Joe Biden, and why? One minute. Well, one thing I'll say is that uh, just to make it clear, it's not Joe Biden. So don't waste mm -hmm. your time blaming Biden on a whole lot of things because we all know that he's not capable of doing the diabolical things that are happening in the 3D chess uh, game going on here. Mm -hmm. uh, I would think that it's probably the Obama administration, uh, Barack Obama, Valerie J Barack Obama, who's uh, loyalty is certainly not the United States. Mm. Valerie Jarrett, who was born in Iran, uh, whose loyalty is certainly not the United States. I would think Susan Rice would be involved with that. George Soros, probably. It's probably a conglomerate. And they're probably meeting behind the gated community where Barack Obama lives. Uh, this is something that one of the most important aspects of that question, uh, of the answer of that question is that the people that are running the show mm -hmm. are destroying the United States of America. And there's nothing, in my opinion, within the governmental structure that's going to stop that. And what I mean by that is we've already seen the neutering of the DOJ, of the Supreme Court, uh, even of the military now. Uh, so at some point in time, um, I'm not going all the way, but at some point in time, the citizens are going to have to deal with this, I think. And I, I don't like saying that. I no, really yeah, don't. But when I, don't, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I also heard chatter that Jill, Jill Biden is probably one of the most evil people behind Joe Biden right now. Uh, she actually, during whenever they were talking about rolling out 65 and over for the vaccines, she was the one who actually was like, hey, we need to put people back into their houses. We need to go under lockdown again. And they were like, calm down. Not yet. Uh, so she's actually, I think she has a lot to do with it too, but you know, Miss let, let me give you a little tidbit on that. Just a little trivia. Jill Biden supposedly hates Kamala Harris. So this is going to be, yeah, I heard that there is a war going on, a private war going on in the white house that Kamala and Jill, and you, you never see them in together ever they're never talking they're never chatting they're never smiling so yeah that makes sense all right angel so your pop-up question what is joe biden's biggest failure and why you can only pick one i know there's a million of them and audience feel free to chime in as well but what is biden's biggest failure so far and why i can only pick one not um, only one hands down afghanistan hands down we we undid 20 years of the war on terror and then armed our enemies um, 
And like Hutch was saying, you know, who's pulling the puppet strings behind Joe Biden? They're all doing it to benefit China. None of these mm -hmm. folks are honoring America anymore. And then immediately right after he bought this Afghanistan withdrawal, um, turned it into a hostage situation that is still active today and distracting us with this bogus bug that's going around, um, distracting us with mandates, trying to whip us into a frenzy. Mm -hmm. This is... I would say treason um, because like, like we've already discussed, Joe Biden isn't calling the shots. He's just the empty headed puppet at this point. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I truly question his mental capabilities um, and have since the, the campaign trail. What happened in Afghanistan spits in the face of every service member that joined to fight. It spits in the face of every American contractor that rolled up their sleeves and did the hard work to help the military get to where they're at. And now we need volunteers. Now we need private citizens to go in there and try and save Americans while Joe Biden is vacationing. If anybody thinks that there's something worse than Afghanistan out there, I'd love to hear it. I'd love right. to hear it because this has come full circle. Right. And the left is comparing it and saying that, you know, there's nothing to see here. We flew in the Afghans and that's okay. A lot of these Afghans that flew in were the ones that pushed through the women and children yeah. that weren't even vetted properly that right. are, that have done illegal things. They shouldn't even be here. Yeah. And now they're here. Yeah. Yes. That's and you're seeing thing. it on, you're seeing it. And if I may, you know, I know I'm only allowed to make one answer, but it does all tie together. When you have um, fighting age Afghanis being brought in unvetted, right? Because the thing is, and Hutch knows this, military members know 100% who's vetted. They served alongside them. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're just letting anybody and anybody in. Um, then you have the surge at the southern border. You're having the mandate of the vaccine on our healthy military members, right? So there's a spike of myocarditis. Once you're put on that, that health profile because you've been injured, you can't deploy. So it does seem like Dr. Evil is at the helm right now. And mm -hmm. I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but gosh, if I were just tuning into America for the first time, I would be thinking, oh, China's the world leader now. China's in charge. China's yeah. in charge and everybody is just being paid to survive. That's what's happening right now. This is marching towards communism on a um, global scale, which was what Marxists wanted this entire time. Right. And I'm glad you brought that up because the Haitians actually, I mean, they came from Haiti. They, they had to trek that trip. I mean, that's a far trip. Uh, where'd they get the money? How did and they in, get here? Of Florida. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it, it makes me wonder if China backed that. So that was actually what our headline was today. Legal border crossers are being released into the United States. It says many of them have been released with notices. Now hear me out on this. Notices to appear at an immigration office within 60 days. Do you really think they're going to appear? Yeah, right. Okay, whatever. Um, but anyways, Homeland Security Department has been busing Haitians now from Del Rio to El Paso, Laredo, uh, Rio Grande Valley, along the Texas border. And uh, this week they've added flights to Tucson, Arizona, and more, saying that 50% or more are going uh, probably to California. Let's take a look at this video real quick and then I'll get you guys' opinions on the flip side. Under this administration, catch and release has been happening ever since the Biden administration came into office. The National Border Patrol Council, the under this administration, catch and release has been happening ever since the Biden administration came into office. The National Border Patrol Council, the union representing Border Patrol officers, says more than 600,000 illegal immigrants have been released into the country.
600,000. Hutch, what do you think? There's a whole lot of cities in the United States of America that don't have 600,000. And Pittsburgh's one of them. Wow. That's a lot of people. And if you look at, at, at what they're doing, that just the people under the Del Rio Bridge, the, the video that you just played, mm -hmm. there were 15,000 people there. Now there's 10,000. The media and the government lied and said they deported all these people. But then they asked Jen, Jen Kawasaki, and she wouldn't, she wouldn't say that. And you just said where they went. They got yeah. on planes and they got sent to the interior. You couple that with the Afghans that are get that are coming in here, the MAMs, the military age males that are coming in here. They already started. If you live near Fort McCoy, Wisconsin, Fort Dix, New Jersey, Fort Bliss, Texas, and there's one other fort I can't remember where it is. Uh, two Afghan refugees have already been charged in Fort McCoy in engaging in a sexual act with a minor using mm -hmm. force. Uh, two of them. Take care. Yeah. Take wow. care of your kids. Keep your eye on them because this is coming to a town near you. How do you uh, feel about this? I now look, people will come at me for this. So well, just maybe liberals, <laughs> but whatever. I don't care. Um, you know, during 9-11, I always said, if you see something, say something. I'm sorry, but if you're covered in full head garb and your beard shaved, uh, I'm, I'm looking at you weird. I'm maybe calling the police saying you seem suspicious. I know that might sound offended to some people, but oh, well, you know, you right. crushed airplanes into our buildings and killed us i'm going to sleep with one eye open i'm really going to watch you if you're somewhere with me and my daughter out now with these afghans coming in and and haitians i'm sorry but i'm going to be on the lookout like you said i'm going to watch more for my child i'm going to really be picky on where you go do you think that's bad angel that i feel that way no it's not bad that you feel that way but here's the thing who are you going to call <laughs> not the ghostbusters who are you going to call Mr. Everybody, Smith, everybody in law enforcement, everybody, and I'm not I, the Blue Lives Matter people, please. I don't want to hear it. Um, and I'm not anti cop either. But at this point, cops are so inundated with what is right and what is wrong. I'm sure every single day these guys have to wonder what it, what is a lawful order at this point. I have to kiss my family goodbye for potentially the last time. Um, mm -hmm. So my my point in all of this is your government is 100% against you right now. And if you think otherwise, you're living in a reality TV show fog. Um, get a gun, learn how to use it, protect your family, know where they are at all times. Um, mm -hmm. Sure, we can get uncomfortable with, with that, which we know might be uh, difficult and different. Sure. Um, in Boston, we had a surge of Muslims right after 9-11 and then the Boston Marathon bombing happened not too long afterwards you know you see right. this influx and I'm not saying all Muslims are out to be terrorists I'm not saying that um, but the ones who don't assimilate the ones who are being brought in and we know they're not being vetted we have no choice right like Americans right now have been trained to be convinced that we all have COVID. We're all carrying this deadly disease. But if you think Muslims might want to try and blow you up, you're racist. And so, but they've, mm -hmm. they've created this. The mainstream media has created this. The government has created this reality. Um, yeah. And so there's not much we can do about it on a political scale right now. One, because the election well, system's broken. And, and the media have controls everything as well. Exactly. Um, so get we a were, gun, learn how to use it, protect yourself. That's good advice. And we were told back in 2019 by the media that Trump ripped kids from their mother's arms at the border. Remember that? That's the way they viewed it. It was just horrible. He was so inhumane the way that he handled the border. 
Uh, all you had was a nice big shiny wall down there. What was the big deal? So, Hodge, I want to show you this and then get uh, your opinion. There is a humanitarian problem here, obviously. Um, people need food, water. They need access to uh, the, you know, uh, facilities that would allow them to take a shower or even be able to go to the bathroom. Um, you don't have any of that there, and the federal government is not providing that. So how is that happening there under the bridge? That's correct. And, and I'm telling you, Dana, the, the situation down there is, 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 is horrible. When you see these kids uh, that, are, that are there laying on the ground in the dirt, uh, the, port of, the, the portable bathrooms that they have that are, that are already at capacity, the trash that's all left in the area, um, this should not be happening right now. But it's happening because of the failures of the current administration not implementing stricter immigration policies. Hodge? I don't know. I mean, like, one part of me wants to say, that's not my problem. And another part, the humanitarian part, uh, says we got to do something about it. Now, I'm not for going north. They need to go south or east or west, not north. We can't absorb them into this country. That's unacceptable to me. I mean, that to me, that kills our sovereignty. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's going to somebody, an agency that has the capability of doing something, FEMA maybe, Remember FEMA? We used to have that agency. Is it still around? You know, with all the portable housing and everything. And I mean, maybe a private agency, the Salvation Army, but I know what they're doing. They're trying to get your heartstrings pulling. So we bring them into Pennsylvania mm -hmm. and other places. And I, I don't think they're ready uh, to immigrate here. And I'm certainly not ready to absorb all these third world people. I mean, you talk about the Afghans, the Afghans and, and uh, Angel, you were talking about uh, the Muslims and things like that. Now, we got to remember that Islam, you, you can't be racist by calling out Islam because every race on right. planet Earth belongs to Islam, has representation mm -hmm. in Islam. When we look at these Afghan refugees, you have to look at their culture. You have to look at them individually. The, the people that live in Afghanistan, through no fault of their own, are savages. They're 7th century people um, that our soldiers had to teach them what a color was. I mean, th these people are not uh, people from Jordan or people from Syria. These are people from the moon. All right. The things that they do and their customs are absolutely incompatible with civilized American society. And that's a fact. And that's what people have to not be afraid to say, because you're about ready to see it in real time at those four locations that I quoted. And now I understand that they don't even have to stay on base, you know, so. Yeah, they're getting Ubers, I heard. They're just getting Ubers and willy-nilly across the I country. I get an Uber on base. They're not allowed. <laughs> Somehow, they're allowed to do anything. They got free money on base as well. And, I mean, they, they even... It's, it we should have left them in the Middle East. We should have left them in Saudi Arabia or somewhere over there that has experience dealing with them. Because, like Angel said, our cops don't know what to do with these people. You know, no, and their, their hands are tied, too. I don't think the cops, not That's only right. do they not know what to do, but they're afraid to do something because then they're afraid that they're going to be chastised for anything that they do that could be considered racist or inhumane right. in the eyes of the liberals. How, right. how do you feel about uh, the immigrants now crossing the border? They're not being tested for COVID. They don't, they're not wearing masks, but we are all told, American citizens, taxpayers, that we have to wear the masks and get vaccinated, but not them. The only thing that I can see coming out of that positive is that it seems to me that the states, especially Texas, are starting to say, wait a minute, man, screw the federal government. They sound like a college football game 
talking about F Joe Biden. You know, they're sending their national guard down there, their state police. I don't know if you saw the, the line of state police vehicles that was an impromptu fence uh, to get these people to stop flowing in. Uh, but I think that's what's going to have to happen. The states are going to have to stand up. American men are going to have to stand up and, are, and, and women too. But mm-hmm. specifically, we need to put some muscle down there, in my opinion. I, I don't think this isn't going to ever stop. Everybody wants what we have, Every, right. and, and specifically food. Everybody mm-hmm. wants, we have more food than we can deal with. And it's not like that everywhere in the world, as Angel knows, and you know, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, when there were drone pictures that came out yesterday and the day before, how bad it looks for the Haitians under the bridge. I mean, the conditions are terrible. It looks like a third world country down there. So the Biden administration had to do cleanup. So they had to somehow figure out how to make it look racist. Uh, so they brought out their yeah. Mad Max, crazy Maxine Waters. Let me play this video and then I'll go to you, Angel. We'll see what you have to say about this. Thank you, Vet Clark. And I want to thank uh, Miss Beatty. Uh, for the leadership that they're providing on this issue. I'm pissed. I'm unhappy, and I'm not just unhappy with the cowboys who were running down Haitians and using their reins to whip them. I'm happy with the administration. We are following the Trump policy. He is the one that does not follow the Constitution and would not allow those seeking refuge to be able to petition to get into the country. What the hell are we doing here? What we witness takes us back hundreds of years. What we witnessed was worse than what we witnessed in slavery. Cowboys with their reins again whipping black people, Haitians, into the water where they're scrambling and falling down when all they're trying to do is escape from violence in their country. Yes, it is unfortunate that it is the poorest country in this hemisphere. It is unfortunate that they have no stable government right now. It is unfortunate that they've had to live through earthquakes. I've been... Well, that sounds like us. We have no stable government. We're living through earthquakes. Angel, what's your opinion on that? Um, Well, I mean, she's following the Democrat talking points every time they see an opportunity, right? You never let a tragedy go to waste. Um, And they, without fact-checking, immediately jump to conclusions, whipping with horse reins. I mean, (laughs) it's not even what's happening, but okay. People can see with their own eyes. What's crazy is Democrats are great at telling you what you're seeing with your own eyes is not true, and people believe them. Um, And so... It makes you wonder, whoever is responsible for bringing Haitians 14,000 miles out of their way through that hole in the, in the border wall, if that was their intention to make this more of a racial issue, to get Black Lives Matter involved, to start triggering folks. But I couldn't help but notice that Mad Max couldn't, um, couldn't stop herself from blaming Trump for this. <laughs> she never can. Um, and so, you know, I, I think we who aren't on the left, and I I am reticent to use the word right now because there's so many of us who just hate what's happening. I don't think it's even a conservative versus liberal issue anymore. Um, But I think those of us who officially aren't left, um, we're getting frustrated with watching the lies. It's it's blatant lies. Um, And we're we're torn, at least I'm, I'm torn because I'm watching Kamala Harris yesterday say, we need to investigate the administration 
on what happened at the border when she's in charge of the border. I mean, some of this stuff we have to relish in these moments. Saturday Night Live couldn't write these kinds of scripts. And, but they won't touch it. That's the sad part. I know. Saturday they won't Night touch it, but they... Like, this is the best administration ever for Saturday Night Live. They would be making so much money with this administration just with Sleepy Joe. I mean, they could have done a weekend at Bernie's Saturday Night Live, and I would have tuned in three times and recorded it, even though I don't like Saturday Night Live. I know. But... I, would start, I would start watching. The thing is, is like, they're probably right. scratching their heads going, how do we write this to make it funnier. I mean, it's already, it's already ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I mean, the rumors of Joe Biden's mental capacity slipping, the conversation with Boris that got cut short, and mm -hmm. even the media, the left-wing media was saying this has never happened before. Um, he they keeps going on vacation, mm -hmm. the, the hostages in Afghanistan, what's going on at the border. I mean, this is insanity what we're in right now insanity um and americans have a general mistrust of their government at this point and yes. that is scary that's that healthy is though scary... it's, it, it, it's it healthy, is healthy. you're yeah. right Butch. It, it, is is, healthy. it is healthy um it is healthy but at this point we uh, i can't think of one elected leader who i would say i trust what they're saying right now I'm glad that Trump was able to rip the curtain so that way we could see the man behind the curtain. Yeah. If it wasn't, I'm, I fear what would have happened. Uh, I think it would be worse. I'm glad that we are now all uh, privy to this information. That's the best thing he gave this nation was, yeah, was yeah. letting us know. I mean, I told you how I met Wayne Dupree. We were supporting the Romney campaign, mm -hmm. you know, and I supported McCain and, and Bush. And now you look at these scoundrels and what they really were. Uh, and it's, I mean, George W. Bush is the headline fundraiser for Liz Cheney in Dallas. You know right. I mean? And, and that's nuts. the piece in a pod, right? Yeah. We're realizing now that it was never a two-party system. No. We're realizing now it's always been the establishment versus mm -hmm. the people. Um, and, you know, Hutch is right. I mean, a lot of us got born out of the Tea Party movement. And mm -hmm. I say the best thing that came out of Barack Obama's presidency was waking us up to how bad this really is. Um, you know, it's sad that we're at this point, but we probably should have been woken up sooner. And had McCain won, none of us oh. would be any of the wiser of it. You're right. No, no. Mm -mm. You're right. No, or, Hillary. Or, or Hillary. Hillary. Yeah. Or Hillary. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't think that uh, these Republicans were on our side. And it, all they want to be, they are content with being the junior partner yes. in the government. I don't know if you heard Nancy Pelosi a week or so ago begging the establishment to take the GOP back over, take your party back. We need a strong Republican party so we can get things done in this great nation. That's I'm bad. thinking, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you ever notice no matter who is in charge or in power, we never ever, including under Ronald Reagan, move to the right. Right. We only move to the left slower. Right. Absolutely. Right. All right. Um, now, Angel, how can people reach you on your social media? Because I know you got to go here. Uh, so how can they reach out and follow you? Well, um, that's currently in the works. Um, right now, uh, the only thing I have is on Instagram. Angel Fleming is awesome. You can go ahead and uh, throw me a request. Um, I am dusting off my Twitter again, and I'm going to get back on Facebook. I was hiding Ooh. from Facebook for a while. It was disgusting. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. But it looks like, it, you know, it's coming soon. So the next time I'm on the show, I'll have some more information for you guys. But right now, Angel Fleming is awesome on Instagram. It's just private, but you can see my pictures of my dog until I'm ready to, to and jump we all back need, in. 
pictures of dogs during this <laughs> this time, don't we? All right. Well, we look forward to having you back on the show real soon. Thank I'm sure you. we'll be hearing from you and we yes, appreciate you having, having you on. Thanks, right, guys. Great to see you all. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So how about a little pillow talk? What do you think? You like some pillow talk? Huh? Sure. How about my pillow talk? Do you ever use my pillow? I have not, but I'm well, going to shortly. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna learn real quick because they are absolutely amazing. I love uh, if Mike Wendell, wanna... though, what a what a success story! I mean, that's, yeah, that's... I heard he's actually taking it to the Supreme Court. He's going to take yeah. his evidence to Supreme Court, so that's pretty cool. Um, my pillow, they have just a smorgasbord. Can I use that smorgasbord of uh, products for you? You know, we spend at least I do 50% of my life sleeping. And it's so important to get a good night's rest. I have the three inch mattress topper and it's amazing. Hutch, all you got to do is just uh, take the, the little, I guess you just little hooks and you, you hook them underneath your bed and boom, the mattress topper is right on there. Back pain went away. I've had the mattress topper now for almost a year Back pain went away. Sleep is so much better. You get two free pillows with it with using the code word Wayne. And I, something that I noticed that I never brought up before is, you know how typically whenever you buy a mattress, you have that like chemical smell with it that comes from the manufacturer? Yeah. Well, like these don't. Yeah, like a new car kind of smell. These don't. I mean, they, there's no chemical smell on them, which I think is awesome because uh, I'm real big into health. Uh, but if you're looking for a good Christmas gift for your significant other, I would have to say go with the three inch mattress topper uh, just because it saves you money on your mattress. Instead of going out and buying a $3,000 one, buy a mattress topper. Order now, code word Wayne. They also have slippers. They've got moccasins. They have matching towel sets uh, for your family members. Wayne's favorite is the weighted blanket. I'm sure he's using it. I will bet you any money he's got one on right now. Guaranteed. Do they have, do they have bathrobes? Oh my gosh. Yes, they have bathrobes. I just do you got remember? a hot tub. I just got a hot tub. Oh, and a couple, oh then you're going to love that. I'll tell you, a hot tub changes your life. Nice. <laughs> a hot yeah. tub will change your life. Wait until I, I use my hot tub twice a day and it's been a game changer. But the robes, nice. I have to tell you, are amazing. They are actually, you remember the Christmas story? Sure. Okay. I figured. The mother who she has on that big bulky red robe. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like that type of material but it's breathable. I don't know how okay. else to explain it, but it is so, so cozy. Uh, so yeah. So make sure code you get word Wayne. code word Wayne, make sure you use the code word Wayne, go to mypillow.com now and uh, shop for your Christmas gifts. I just have a feeling that the supply chain is going to be just ravished come the holidays. And I don't think USPS or the, or FedEx can keep up with it. So I'm saying order now. Do you, does that make sense? It does. Especially when you, you know, you look at the supply chainers, 75 container ships stranded outside of long beach yeah you know, they're, not they're not uh, unloading i don't know what's going on there that's not good that's not good no. at all all right so how about this i want to get your response to this i can't wait to see your face for this one <sighs> pence these top scripted. these were not scripted ladies this is not this scripted is this is not scripted ready for this sure. I, I couldn't believe my eyes when i read this today pence tops to santas by double digits in poll for two for 2024 contender uh there was a pool conducted by the center for american political studies at harvard university oh, with wow. the harris poll uh they have pence if trump's not running they have pence at 32 percent and DeSantis at 20 percent. what do you think i think there's a poll that you should never look at again <laughs> i mean that's that's ridiculous that that's the pence is done man pence is through he's over 
He's never going to be the dog. He might be something in, in Indiana somewhere. Uh, but, but Mike Pence, I have a, and my neighbors too, not just me. We have our Trump Pence sign still in our yard with black duct tape over Pence. Oh, wow. That's a good idea. You know, I mean, the yeah, guy's dead. He's done. He's, he's, that, that's, I, I saw that poll, by the way. And I, I was like, I thought it was a Fox News poll. That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, I, I, I was shocked about it. Now, they said that with Trump in it, uh, he drew 58% and then Pence drew 13%. But DeSantis only nine. I was actually shocked at how unlikable uh, Pence was. Or, I mean, uh, DeSantis. I don't, I don't believe that. I, I, I don't, don't either. I, don't, I really don't believe that. I think that... Uh, I don't want to see DeSantis get in Trump's way. Uh, but that being right. said, he would be an excellent choice for a leader in the future. Yeah. And I'm hearing that he can't because uh, residency in Florida for Trump and residency in Florida for DeSantis, they can't be on the same ticket. So it doesn't look like he would be able to be. That's like a political strategy thing, right? Not a, not a law or something. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. And I think it would be a really tough strategy to overcome because of the something with the electoral votes. He wouldn't be able to get enough or something like that in order to continue. I think Trump, I think Trump needs another term, man. Trump got robbed of his yeah. second term. And I think I that it, it might have been, I'm, I'm a firm believer and everything happens for a reason, Leah. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe... Donald Trump and team needed this time. They might not need the whole four years, but I think they needed this time. You look at the task ahead of them, even, oh, yeah. even before Biden started doing anything, just mm-hmm. with the corruption of the electoral system and the DOJ. Uh, and now we know the military. I mean, I, I think maybe he needed time. I, I understand that he already has a cabinet and has had one since the Biden administration started. Yeah. Uh, and they meet down at Mar-a-Lago and I think Meadows, you haven't seen Meadows around cause he's down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I that's true. Yeah. He is down there. Yep. Uh, what about, um, who do you think he should be as vice president? I'll tell you who I think, but who do you think he should run with? I never, I never really thought about that. Um, I like, I, I honestly, I, this is who I like, but people say, well, he's too soft right now. And I said, yeah, but we need somebody soft spoken. Um, I like Ben Carson. Ben Carson was my first choice in the Republican primary. Oh, wow. See, that above, made you above Trump. Wow. Uh, but do, ben Carson, he, he did something to me. What we were talking earlier uh, about the police not knowing what to do. And what I, what I meant when I said that is most Americans don't have a clue what Islam is or what the different cultures of the world are. Mm-hmm. And I was driving my truck and Ben Carson was running for the uh, primary and they were talking to him and something about, uh, jihad came up and some Muslim said something and he came back and he said, well, you have to understand Takia. Takia is a concept in Islam that you can lie as long as you're furthering the cause of Islam. It's okay to lie in an official capacity. And oh, I now that makes my, sense why, why Joe Biden's lying. Sorry. Go I ahead. almost drove my truck into a ditch though. No politicians know that. You know what I mean? Wow. That's something that if you study it, you know it. Right. But I guarantee, I, I know Trump didn't know it. He might know it now mm-hmm. uh, after his four years. But people just, when, when Carson said that, Carson's a genius. Carson, I mean, he's like you said, he he's laid back. And uh, I think, and you know, and, and he's a doctor. I think that mm-hmm. that brings to it. And I think that you would be able to see him talk it down, meet in the middle and, and kind of like Trump can talk, Trump 
Trump can say what he wants to say. And then, uh, you know, Ben can come out and kind of smooth it over and say, okay, now here's what we're going to do. I just think it's perfect. I think it's a perfect Dr. match. Dr. Carson for separated Siamese twins and they live, man. I mean, think about that. Yeah. That and then is you have, some electrical it, engineering on steroids on a human. It's amazing. And yet they called Dr. Jill Biden a doctor. And what <laughs> yeah. did she do? Eat crayons for four right. years? Yeah, and they won't, call, they won't call Rand Paul an ophthalmologist. No, they won't call him a doctor. Isn't that a shame? Isn't that a shame? Wow. All right. I want to, I want to play you a clip. Um, Peter Ducey yesterday. We always talk, I call her Jen sack of potatoes, the press secretary. She's Jen. She's just a sack of potatoes to me. I want to show you a few clips of this. Look at this. It's been hard to nail down how many migrants are staying and how many are going. Is this an issue of not knowing or is this an issue of a lot more people are being released into the U.S. than are being sent out? That is certainly not the issue. Issues at the border have been going on for most of President Biden's term. Six months ago, he sounded like he wanted to see for himself. Are you thinking of going to the border? At some point I will, yes. He still hasn't been, ever. Has President Biden ever been to the southern border? In his life? Yeah. We cannot find any record of him visiting the border as president, vice president, senator, or even as a concerned citizen. Why would that be? I can check and see when the last time or when he may have been. Why doesn't he go down to Del Rio, Texas and see what's going on? Peter, I think the situation at the border is the result of a broken system. And I just checked my email while that tape was playing. We still have not heard back about any past Biden trips to the border. We also still haven't heard back about how many Haitian migrants in Texas have been sent away and how many have been released into the United States. Officials promised us that information by this afternoon. Still nothing. Brett. Wait, I got one more. You got to hear this one. It just it just keeps getting better. I certainly understand why you're asking and understand why people have been asking Secretary Mayorkas. Those are numbers that are uh, the, Sec- the Department of Homeland Security would have the most up-to-date numbers. But why is it so hard to keep track of a simple number like that? Why can't you give it? Why can't he have to give it? It's been two days now he's been asked. I- I'm certain they will provide it. It's an absolutely fair question to ask, and uh, I'm certain he just wanted to have the most up-to-date numbers to provide. That's what I was referring to. Uh, when I said that the 5,000 out of the 15,000 are gone, and in context, that was right after they lied and said that they deported them all back to their countries when they, in fact, did not. It's like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. The schnozberries taste like schnozberries. I mean, you just don't know what is up and what's down, and and she can't answer the question. And like you said, it's because they don't want to tell you the truth on how many are actually coming through and being. And, you know, a lot of this stuff is is smoke, a lot of this is chaff and smoke screens. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a all the things you hear about General Mark Milley, not to completely change the subject, but this is like a serious on a severe meter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a four-star general that told China that if we attack you, oh, I will man. tell you. Mm-hmm. Now, why we have an officer corps of five different military services, where is one general that is coming out against this? That is, that's not... All that other stuff that he did, calling them and reassured, that's not really as important as that. Right. He called the general and said, if we attack you, I will give you a heads up. Which You're under be, arrest. 
and my biggest concern with that is what if Millie didn't have information that Trump did, that maybe China was going to attack us first. So that's why Trump attacked. And now China knew about it, which in turn, he, they attacked us. It was so dangerous. And the media is just making excuses for it's that. Crazy. It's it crazy. It's crazy. And, and it's, the, it's the probably the most identifiable tenet of the United States of America is civilian control of the military. And we don't have it here. No, we don't. It, it's getting that bad. Uh, it just it, it makes me fear for our country and, and what what happens next. It really does. Where's the officers, though? That's what I want to know. As mm -hmm. a retired CW4, I want to know where are the officers that do love the Constitution? Because I know they're out there. You got to mm -hmm. get some cojones, people. I agree. That's what I said. The, the, the best people right now in our lifetime that will become the heroes are the whistleblowers. We need yeah. as many as we can. We really do. And speaking about freedom and health. I want to show you this. This is our never quit water. Um, this water goes along Hutch with freedom and health because in order to be healthy, you have to have freedom. And in order to have freedom, you have to be healthy. Uh, and this is a pH test uh, that our good friend, Timothy McGaffin does with never quit water. He can take it. It's like he's magic. He can take high acidic waters and turn them into high pH waters. And I'm actually going to uh, bring him on with us now. So that way he can talk a little bit more about it. Hi, Timothy. How are you doing? Hey, Leah. Great to be back. Great to see you. Freedom and health, they go together. You can't have one without the other. They're inseparable. Yes, they are. So tell us a little bit about the machine and how it works. I know everybody keeps asking, okay, so never quit water. I ordered the machine. What happens once I get it? Walk them through it. Once you get it, you hook it up. It attaches to your faucet. You transform your tap water into water that's going to give you superpowers. So you're not walking around like Joe Biden. You're... <laughs> You're walking around like George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. And uh, <laughs> so basically, let me just show this, uh, Leah, if I can get. So you got the H2O water molecule up there, and I have the lightning bolt representing electricity. And so that lightning bolt disassociates the water molecule, breaks off the hydrogen, so it has this H2. And that H2, which is in the never quit water, is the most powerful antioxidant, the most powerful anti-inflammatory in the universe. And so, you know, with so many health problems, degenerative diseases, the problem with the uh, shot, inflammation is a huge thing. And so if you're able to then put this water in your body, flood your body with antioxidants, with uh, anti-inflammatories, that's going to be the opposite of going down the road of slavery. You're going to go towards the road of liberty and true health. And so... Uh, you want to start drinking as much water as you can, you know, for therapeutic results. It's recommended that you drink one ounce per pound of body weight. And then once you completely have your body detoxified and you're feeling good and you can go down to half that amount to maintain good health. Mm -hmm. So. Okay, well, and here's the thing. There's different settings, right? So you hook, you hook it up to your faucet. It actually kind of electrocutes the water, makes it high alkaline, or can actually make it more acidic to wash the chemicals off your fruits and vegetables, right? I felt so guilty yesterday because I don't have my machine yet. I'm getting it. Uh, <laughs> and I was washing strawberries, and I'm like, you know what? All I'm doing is just eating chemicals. And it felt so uncomfortable. I couldn't even enjoy my strawberries. But there are different <laughs> settings, right? Right. So there's, it's just not drinking water. It's, it creates the healthiest drinking water in the world, but there's also cleaning waters that it makes. And so the one that you're talking about, cleaning the fruits and vegetables, that we have a scientific study that proves that that washes off pesticides of your fruits and vegetables. And so, like you mentioned, strawberries, uh, Leah, 
when before when I ate strawberries, I thought, oh, this tastes good. But after washing it in this water, the cleaning water that washes it, the pesticides off, now you can really taste the strawberry flavor. It has a much more rich flavor. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a much better flavor than before. Now I can see before I washed it, how I was tasting the chemicals on it and didn't even realize it. Right. And then right. it, and, well, well, you, you, gave, you the gave the example of the sweet, of the sweet potato, potato in the water, in the water. and the, how, it, how flourished. it flourished. Someone in Someone the, in the chat, chat says, says, what will, what will, will this water help water? with the growth of cannabis plants? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I absolutely oh, yeah. have actual weeds going to grow real big. <laughs> we got, we have actual people who have cannabis farms, whose cannabis is growing better. They're have, producing more. They're having healthier plants. Their profits are, are up from using these waters. And another really important water that we haven't really focused in on a lot is the uh, the 2.5 pH, which is actually hypochlorous acid. And so I have it here. I just fill up a spray bottle with it. Mm-hmm. So hypochlorous acid is what your white blood cells make to kill pathogens. And wow. so this is actually the best disinfectant in the world because it kills everything. I have actual lab tests showing the hypochlorous acid from the never quit water machine kills MRSA, kills E. coli, kills salmonella, kills a staph. Jeez, they need these in the hospitals. Exactly. And that's why this is a medical device in Japan because of this water and they use it in the hospitals. They don't have the same MRSA problem in the hospitals there as we do here because they use this. And the reason why this is so good because it kills everything, right? Right. So I have fish or I have meat or I have spinach, they say, that has E. coli on it. Well, I can put my fish in this water, kill the germs, put my meat in the water, kill the germs, put my spinach or lettuce in the water, kill the germs, but it doesn't hurt the food. It just kills the germs. It's not going to hurt me or you. But if you soak your fish or meat in Clorox bleach, that's going to kill You can't do that. And you can put this as a natural mouthwash, a teeth whitener. You could put this in your mouth. You can't put Clorox in your mouth. You can spray your whole house with this. Spray the air. You think there's coronavirus in the air? Just spray it. This kills it. It's going to disinfect your house. And then you spray your counter off. You don't. You can make a sandwich on your counter. You don't have to worry about ingesting chemicals from the Clorox because this doesn't hurt humans. It's non-toxic, but it kills germs. Well, that's amazing. Now, how can people find out about it? How can they reach out to you? How can they order one before I let you go? Okay, so you go to neverquitwater.com. You put your name and email through, and then you're going to be in personal contact with me. I'll be able to correspond with that person through email or text or on the phone personally, answer all your questions, and when you're ready to purchase, then you're going to buy it. It's going to ship to your house in about one week by FedEx or UPS, Once you get it, you hook it up. It's an easy install. You don't need a plumber. You just connect it to your faucet. You start drinking the water. You start getting the superpowers, and you turn into George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. That's amazing. Hey, did you know George Washington (laughs) never knew dinosaurs existed? Isn't that crazy? They didn't discover dinosaur bones until after George Washington. Oh, yeah, that is crazy. That's like mind-blowing to me. I know it's totally off subject. But But he did understand the principles of liberty. He did. Better than anybody in this administration. Exactly. All right, Timothy, thank you so much. Neverquitwater.com. Make sure you get there today. And you'll be back on with us next month, right? Yeah, I'll see you next time. Thanks, Leah. All right. See Thanks, ya. Bye. I'll tell you what, it's good water. Some good stuff. Yeah, I saw yeah, that graphic you guys had of the sweet potato growing in it in the different types of I think it was a sweet potato, in the different types of water. And the one that was in the in that water was just flourishing. 
Yeah, isn't that crazy? And I actually thought the well water would do better because like everybody's like, oh, well water's the best. It's it's Ugh. unbelievable. So whenever I saw that it was in second place, I was like, okay, maybe I yeah. do need to do something because I have I have well water. Um, but yeah, I, I it's neverquitwater.com. You can ask any question that you want to him and he'll help you out. It's amazing stuff. It really is. Uh we'll finish up with I want to talk about the Boris Johnson incident that happened. And the fact that the press went directly to Jen's office and filed a complaint. This is what she had to say about that. And what is your understanding of what transpired in the Oval Office yesterday when we were all in there trying to hear from the president and the prime minister? Which aspects? Well, the British prime minister in the American Oval Office called out British reporters. And then when American reporters tried to call on the American president, we were escorted out. Let's put it that way. Well, I think uh, in that circumstance, and, and I think our relationship with the United Kingdom and with Prime Minister Johnson is so strong and abiding, we will be able to move forward beyond this. But uh, he called on individuals uh, from his press corps uh, without alerting us to that intention in advance. Why would he have to? Why would he have to alert you? I mean, again, another sideshow that just, uh, that it's not Biden. Biden can't answer questions. That's why, I mean... I don't I don't know what to make of the fact that so many people I, I can't believe that the Democrats haven't taken care of their Biden problem yet. But then yeah. on the other hand, I haven't seen Kamala anywhere either. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You know, you know I mean, it's I, it's it's weird how even his White House disapproves of him. Like they don't want him to answer questions because they disapprove of how bad he answers questions. Literally. I mean, this administration, here's how, here's a, an example of how bad it is. South Korean president traveled to Hawaii to repatriate U.S. service members' remains, mm -hmm. and the Biden administration skipped the event, That's sent sick. no one, because Kamala That's is sick. so busy uh, taking sick. care of the border and, and whatever else she's doing. That's, that's Korean War dead. And they couldn't send Jen Kawasaki down there or somebody. Right. Send somebody down there. Send the undersecretary for American Indian affairs or something. You know, right. uh, unbelievable. Right. It's sad. It's really sad. It's, it's, we don't have a country right now, like you said, Hutch, and it's time for Americans to stand up and do something about it. And I, I can't, the 2022 election can't come, the midterms right. can't come. And I soon. would just adjust that just a little bit, Leah, and say, uh, we don't have an American government. We right. still have a country. We're still, we still outnumber the hell out of them. Uh, even if you put all the agencies together and took it times 10, we still outnumber them. We still have a country, but this government, this, that, that's one thing that we, we can't fall into. And I've talked to young people, especially about this, that really feel that everything's, uh, you know, upside down, which it is, mm -hmm. uh, but I have to, you know, remind them, you know, look, it's the government. It's not, that doesn't give you an excuse to go dig a hole and right. hide in it. We got to every now and then a generation is called uh, to take care of business and you don't get to pick which generation it is. And I don't know if it's our generation, but it could be. Right. And um, obviously I've never seen anything like this. I don't think anybody alive today has. Mm -mm. No, I don't think so either. That's, that's the shocking part about it. Well, what do you think, Hutch, you're going to do it again on Monday? Oh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm honored to be here. You, you ran the program brilliantly Thank uh, and uh, I'm having fun. And that's what I always tell anybody I work with. I'll keep doing it as long as it's fun. 
That's what I always say. As soon as I stop having fun, I'm done. That is exactly how I feel too. So I I am thinking just like you. Uh, Don't forget, you guys, join Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash WD show. So here's the deal, Hutch. Since you're part of the show now, you're going to have to do this too. If we hit, our goal is to hit by the 15th of October, 150 people. We were at 140, but I need to get an update from Wayne because I don't think that's correct. Now I sound like Jen Sack of Potatoes when it comes to numbers, don't I? I have to well, circle we'll back, back with you. We'll swing yeah, back I'll there. circle back with you on Monday to let you know how many people we actually have signed up. But anyways, as soon as we get to 150, um, we're going to have a Halloween show and we've got to dress up. So you're going to be a part of that. You have well, any I'm gonna idea? I'm going to come as a, a disgruntled old white guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to be. I think you'd be a good, good looking cowboy. Okay. should be a cowboy. What do you think of that? Oh, uh, we can't wait for a, a nice game of cowboys and Muslims. <laughs> cowboys and Muslims. Uh, Gina says, yay, Hutch. Laugh out loud. Part of the party. Uh, mm-hmm. Valerie says, great show. Uh, yeah. So make sure you guys go to patreon.com and um, join in the fun. So that way we can have a Halloween party. I think it'll be great. Uh, I, I said I should dress up like Jen Sack of Potato. What I want to do is dress up like somebody and then play the part the whole entire show. You All know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that'd be fun. So Hutch, be where, like can they, where can people find you at? Where can they follow you at? How they how I'm they at, get you? I'm at uh, Hutch Bailey Jr. on Gab. Bailey is B-A-I-L-I-E. I guess there's a little tab down there that you can see that. Uh, oh, Twitter yeah. is Let me take this at off, the so real way. Hutch B. Uh, my radio show, Cold War Radio, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 8 p.m., Google it. It's on speaker, Spreaker, rather. Uh, and right here now, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And on what? what's the other deal? On Censored.tv on Friday. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're going to be with us. He'll be joining us on Censored, Censored on Friday nights. It gives you even more of a reason to sign up for Censored. Uh, so make sure that you uh, sign up for that because we're on on Friday nights. And no, I did not forget about Wayne. Uh, he is watching the show, and he said it was outstanding. And I just want to take just a moment. Say, yeah. say a prayer. I believe in the power of prayer. I just want to pray for Wayne's speedy recovery. We miss his adorable, cute little face smiling on the show and that laugh. It's contagious. And that's that laugh has turned into a bit of a cough <laughs> and a wheeze. And we just miss his laugh instead, right? That's what we want to hear back instead. Invite me, Wayne. I appreciate it. I hope you get yeah. well soon, brother. Yeah, we miss him. So say a prayer for him. And um, everybody listen to Hutch's podcast. Tell us, tell us again the podcast. Cold War Radio, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. That sounds you can Google good. it. It's, it's, it's on everywhere. It's uh, you got to go to Spreaker, though. That's where the chat room is. We call the chat room the VFW. Oh, that's cool. I like that. The VFW. A lot, of, a lot of veterans over there. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. All right, Hatch. Well, I had a great show with you. I had you a lot too. of fun, and I'm looking forward to Monday. Audience, we love you, and we'll see you back on Monday. Thank you.